For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that guy is Bradley Trainer. Is the Weinstein effect going too far? I would say no, and I've got some proof as to why. But so it was inevitable that at some point, following the allegations of Harvey Weinstein, the extensive allegations of Harvey Weinstein's sexual assault, abuse, harassment, etc., and then uh, the further developments of other people uh, accused of sexual assault and impropriety, that at some point somebody would start to ask the question, is this uh, going a little bit too far? Are we going a little bit too far back in time? Like, do we really need to dig up all of these ghosts and demons? I mean, is anybody really perfect? I knew it was only a matter of time, and I was listening to the radio um, earlier this week, and and somebody did a whole segment on this very question, and mm-hmm. I was livid that somebody was asking this question. A, because I think it's lazy, and B, because I think it's absolutely, or you can answer that question absolutely in the negative. It is, mm-hmm. people are not taking this too far. Now, here is the proof. The proof is in the pudding, and this particular pudding is, is hands down pants. Is hands down pants at that hands of one Kevin Spacey. So one of the biggest revelations post Harvey Weinstein, of course, is the allegations made against Kevin Spacey. Now, you'll remember when we first learned, Colleen, that Kevin Spacey uh, did something inappropriate. It was in the context of 1984, maybe? Mm, It was in the the 80s. Yeah, it was in the 1980s. Now, it involved a 14-year-old, which is no Mm -hmm. small thing, certainly. Um, But many, 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 many years ago, Right. Right. Um, If following that story, you started to see allegations about other people that things happened like in the 70s or in the 80s. Remember, even Harvey Weinstein was like, oh, it was the 70s. We were all right. Uh, you know, polishing our silverware in front of uh, actresses unsuspecting women in our hotel room. No, you weren't. Um, Sure. Then maybe you could start to make a case that like, why are we digging up all this stuff that, yes, it's valid and important, but what does that have to do with 2017? Okay, well, here's what it has to do with 2017. In the case of Kevin Spacey, yes, there were allegations going all the way back to the 80s, but now there are allegations that he was doing this very thing. He was being sexually inappropriate, and he was assaulting people as recently as the last 12 months, meaning the last... Uh, season of production for House of Cards. Mm-hmm. And that was the the series of stories that came out yesterday was that uh, there were misconduct claims made against Kevin Spacey. Um, the, the shocking thing for me is 
What did we first hear when Kevin Spacey, the allegations were made from the people of House of Cards and the production company behind it? They very quickly said things like, you know, we're shocked and horrified and have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, this is heartbreaking. And we're, and we're going to take pause. a moment and take a pause. Yeah. Well, guess what? They, it was happening on their set. Yes, it was happening on their set. And in fact, Media Rights Capital, which produces the show, revealed that a complaint had been made against Kevin Spacey in 2012, that is within the last five years, mm-hmm. in which, quote, immediate action was taken and the issue was, quote, resolved promptly to the satisfaction of all involved. Now, that is such a legalistically broad response. I have so many questions, questions as I'm sure mm-hmm. others do, and I hope journalists will do their job and get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Um They said, quote, they will continue to thoroughly investigate all current claims and any new claims they set up. It's not to say that this this outfit, Media Rights Capital, is the production company is not doing anything. But the reason I think that charges that this Weinstein effect business is going on or going too far is false is because, no, I mean, we're seeing these these things become uncovered in real time. Kevin Spacey was actively being a creeper right. through, you know, as recently as the last season. Right. You know, and part of what this says to me or what the and I know I mean, this is sort of apart from what we're talking about, which is the fact that, you know, he, he's not a past tense creeper. He's a present tense creeper. And not only that, but think about it. He has been creeping since the 1980s. Right. And, you know, there are so many people who oh, yeah. have not. uh who have not come forward yet. Well, yeah, and I'm going to tell you about one that recently did come forward, but I I just wanted to punctuate this with like with with this with this sort of realization because I think early on in the Harvey Weinstein conversation, um the 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 wisdom that many people had was, well, why didn't people just say something? Why didn't people just say something, right? Well, I think now that we have we've sort of seen that play out, as much as we have. And now we're watching this Kevin Spacey thing play out. And when you're talking specifically about the media company that produces House of Cards and the fact that they had active complaints against Kevin Spacey, you start to get a a feel for how everybody kind of protects somebody like Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Because Kevin Spacey is what makes House of Cards what it is. So there's a little bit of like a game of chicken going on where Kevin Spacey is like, I can kind of do whatever I feel like because they need me in order to do this thing. And on the other side of it, you've got the the company who has these allegations of people that are employed by them coming forward and saying this guy is a creeper, but they know that they need to maintain him because he's what's making money for them. What what I would say to that point uh, in reference to Kevin Spacey is that if a person, if a grip, if a production assistant did what Kevin Spacey is accused to have done mm-hmm. in the admitted a, a, a occurrence that Media Rights Capital talked about, mm-hmm. they would have been fired. Like five minutes ago. Like it would yeah. have been no question if that person had sexually assaulted kevin spacey mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. or one of the other actors or one of the other people on the set mm-hmm. they would have easily and so no we shouldn't be shocked i guess that that power still um you know has privileges that those of us who don't wield it 
are not, uh, you know, yeah. that we don't have. Right. Um, but it still should be, you know, it sh- don't come to us five years later and say, you know, like, we're shocked and horrified. Right. No, don't lie not. to us. You're not. You knew. You knew. And really quickly, I just wanted to mention that in addition to some of the voices we've heard that were victimized by Kevin Spacey, another young man has come forward who was 14 when he began uh, having a relationship with Kevin Spacey. Sexual. A sexual relationship. Uh, And Kevin Spacey was 24 at the time, and he was having a sexual relationship that this 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 young man says was consensual at the time. Um, Which again, 14 and 24. You can't just like sit around with that for a minute. Um, But he decided to cut the relationship off when uh, Kevin Spacey attempted to rape him at the age of 14 years old. I just, you know, I I think we're going to see more and more of these stories. Kevin Spacey had been his acting camp or his theater camp uh, instructor, and that's how they met. It's just, and more of these will be coming out. Yeah, it's disgusting. I know. I agree. Uh, When we come back, uh, something that's not disgusting. (laughs) Sell it. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I think you were talking about Paul McGuire Grimes. Well, he's not disgusting either. Yeah, you're not but disgusting. Paul McGuire what? Grimes will be talking about what's in theaters, including Thor Ragnarok, etc. And we're doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy's Bradley Trainer, and Hi. Paul McGuire Grimes is in the house. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. It feels great to be here. Paul always tells us what's going to be in theater. And I hear there's a hot man in the oh, theaters. I mean, really, it's. Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Oh, I mean, this man, yeah. he is not our current show boyfriend. We've elected a new show boyfriend. Can We're you a please democracy remind me here again. on the Colleen and Bradley show. It, it's well, Channum, right? Yeah. Ch- Channum. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I like well, that. That's a good pick. He's yes. going to Channing all over a table. Yeah, we got to play that. We got to play that <laughs> yeah, song. That's a so, good one. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so he is our official show boyfriend, okay. but I'm telling you, if for some reason Channing can't fulfill the duties, Chris Hemsworth certainly could. And I believe Chris is on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. So I think oh, there's social networking connections there. We'll have our he moment with him. Would Worry make not. me Thor, is all I'm going to say. Uh, there's okay. a mighty hammer say there. It. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I got nothing. You, you, set you set me up. Okay, so this is the latest Is it Hemsworth our time? It totally there you go. Is. That was a good Thanks. one. Oh, Thanks, guys. Go. Uh-huh. It is completely Completely Hemsworth your time. It's the third Thor movie, but I will say it's probably the best of the three Thor. And <laughs> excuse me? Thor three. Thor three. Because it, you know, a lot of the other Thor movies have been a little bit more serious because he's like the beefy, serious Avenger. And in this one, he really gets to let loose and be comedic. I mean, this movie just goes for fun. It really aligns more with like Guardians of the Galaxy in its tone than really? any of the other Avengers or Captain, you know, or Thor movies. It all takes place in outer space, of course. So it's all bright colors and humor. And just weird weapons and weird creatures, and it just goes for it all the, throughout Is the whole movie. Is this the last movie. one? Well, he'll be back in more Avengers movies. Yeah, but I mean, his like his standalone. Own, do we know? I, th- I assume so. I okay. think there's he's not going to be a Thor four. <laughs> no, that'd be so hard to say. A fourth them, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's uh, and the premise behind this one is that Thor and the Incredible Hulk kind of team up to take on Chris, you know, Thor's long lost twin sister, Hela, played by Kate Blanchett. So you have Kate Blanchett, who's the big villain in this movie, hmm. Blanchett, and she her, is her, just her, you will her. even love her in 
this because she just real like she can do yes, evil. She can do evil really well, and she lets loose and has fun with it. And it's great to see someone of Kate Blanchett's stature having so much fun. And she's a great costume, oh, and God. oh, it's just as delicious. I just I can't get over her as in um, Lord of the Rings, Galadriel. Galadriel. She just like every performance she mm, knocks it out. Mm, mm, so mm. if you if you want light, if you want fun, if you just want something different. Go see Thor Ragnarok and Ragnarok just to explain the title because it's kind of weird is about the fall of Asgard So Asgard is their planet and this is like the destruction of their planet, which is what Hela is trying to do Cape Blanchett is trying to destroy their planet How many ticket steps I'm are giving, we giving it four one? out of five I mean even if you really? have never seen the other Thors you can enjoy this one Even if you're like I'm kind of over Marvel just go and laugh along I just want to see Chris Hemsworth I don't and care I believe even. there is shirtless in here there's a lot there of has like, to, there always has to be a shirtless it's hard for theme. me to understand how you aren't sure about that I know, Paul, I know. that you just presented that as though <laughs> actually it, it maybe maybe I not remember, I don't know okay. I remember their shirtless now okay, because I remember you. thinking when I saw that thinking I remember his body looking differently in the first Thor yeah not as good really he's Jack this time well, he's always Jack. I like his pecs and his abs are laid out like a little differently in this Gosh, way. I love, <laughs> wow. I love that we can have these I'm conversations. So Thank you, guys. I'm so professional. Thank you. Yeah. No, I no, I think it's good. You should have that so eye. In, so there's some good cheeky innuendo, especially in, in the, uh, considering the Hulk as well. So All right. Yep. Just, All right. Okay, four there. out of five. Yeah. Uh, okay, and uh, do you have a uh, home release this week? Yes. Awesome. The home release is War for the Planet of the Apes. You need to come up with a better title than home release because that just sounds like something, <laughs> something I I'll do, do private. alone I'll first thing you. in the morning after my cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> Let's call it a street. A stre- oh, no, streaming? No, uh, no. Uh, no. Not a streaming release? home release. A home no. pick? A rental? A uh, home pick also. rental? Yes. Yeah, there you go. A home rental. It sounds so You 85. do you, Paul. You do whatever you want to do. I was just so being the, an ass. Uh, no, so the, the, the home choice <laughs> there you is go. War for the Planet of the Apes, which was a big summer blockbuster that is now available. And I have to tell you, these Planet of the Apes movies are no longer the campy old Charles Nesson. Like, these are serious and really took me by surprise in how this one, where this one goes in this movie. And the motion capture that Andy Serkis does is really phenomenal. Like, he played Gollum, he played King Kong. So if you remember his performances in those movies, you'll get an idea of this one. And what the stakes that here, I forgot that it was a movie about apes, to be quite honest with you. Oh, see, that to me is the mark of a good, you know, CGI'd movie. Right. (laughs) Especially when you're thinking like ape creatures, because it is, you still see the acting. You still see Andy Serkis' performance so well Mm -hmm. that you forget that you're watching a movie about apes. You're like, this is a war movie. Oh, wait, it's, it's apes versus man. And what does it say about when man tries to play God and what... What it turns when, when it, what, and also what it means when a species turns. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's on each other. Hmm. There's a lot of really big questions in this. And then there's also a really touching father and son aspect to it as well. 
All right. So, and how many ticket stubs did you give I that I gave on? that four out of five as well. A great score, a really good conclusion to this trilogy. And if you haven't seen any of them, just crank all three out. Like, you'll get really invested. We in got them. an extra hour this weekend. You might as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, um, clock. The, mm-hmm. I didn't see this most recent one, which is a reason I can stream it this weekend. But um, the one before that, I do remember, like, actually crying. That uh, was Dawn for the Planet of the Apes. Like, they just writ- wrote the story so well. I did want to ask you, though, because um, a movie that I'm excited uh, about, I want to know if you're you're going to go to the uh, preview yeah. this week. Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Okay, good. Who's next? That is a massive cast. It. Who's in that again? I mean, it's everybody. It's Kenneth Branagh directing. Yes, that's right. I okay, think yeah. Johnny Depp Thank is you. in it. Michelle Pfeiffer, Judy Dench, Daisy Ridley, Josh Gad. And I've wow. heard a little bit of really good things, but I, I, I'm i curious yeah, to hear what you I think. I am too. I don't want to set my bar too high. Is this is Murder on the Orient Express? Is that like an is that an Agatha, it's Agatha Christie? Yeah, it's okay, like good. Her, I didn't it's want sort to say of her wrong. like most uh, probably well compelling. Yep, um, all star cast from the original version, and they've done that again this one. I hope it's good. I mean, there's so much coming out right now that it's a little overwhelming. But well, and there, there's but and but there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of star power there, and I don't want any of them to get lost. When you have that big of a cast, yeah. I want them to all be to utilized. All, yeah, you know, well. be good is to go back and watch like the '70s version. Yes. Right? In the '70s, I think. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you for thank being you for with us again. Me. And you can catch Paul's podcast on the podcast One Network. It's called All Things Streaming. And we'll I'll talk have a to you again. New episode on Monday. <gasps> Yay! What's that one about? Mind Hunter. Don McLean are from. Niles will also be with me. Oh talking my gosh. About Mindhunter. That one's in intense. Twin yes. Cities Live? Yes. All right. All right. Twin Cities Live today at 3 o'clock. Uh, and we'll be back with some crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. I almost forgot to tell you. What? I got things. Entertainment. One streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Now it's time for your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. Stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. Repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Minnesota, in a studio at My Talk 107.1. You always get me with the robot chicken. <laughs> okay, so um, we got audio for this one. Can you oh, fun. Uh, cue it oh, up? fun. I'm, I'm working on it. I want to tell you the story about a man named Jed. Poor Mountaineer barely kept the same thing. And then one day there was he was shooting at some food. And up from the ground came some bubbling crude oil. That is Texas gold. No? Okay. Okay. Actually, what I do want to tell you is that you're beautiful. And we need to go to war in Ohio. Uh, most days I don't like to go to Ohio because, well... It's Ohio. It's Ohio. But uh, police in Warren say they're looking for a man who did something recently at a McDonald's uh, in a drive through mm. Okay, don't uh, make that noise. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Although that is the noise I usually make when I have a Big Mac. I'm just saying. Mm. Thank you. Can we uh, go to the audio, Here we please? Go. Sometime today. It's not my fault. Like it's right computer. Now. I'm going. Oh, you're blaming a the customer just pulled a gun on me. Okay. What did they say? Um, because they couldn't get a bagel. It's a black tourist, four-door, black guy. He's um, the real dark black hat, like a skull hat, and had a black, um, like a jacket on. 
Yup, Colleen, that's right. Hmm. Uh, he couldn't get a steak bagel. So he decided to pull a gun on the lady behind the drive-thru window. I, I, have a series, I have a series of questions I'd like to ask right now. Okay. Number one. Say what? Is there... <laughs> is there... A ste- has there ever been a steak bagel on Yes, but they don't serve on the it at, menu. At, yeah, but they don't serve it at 3:30 in the a.m. Okay, so okay, maybe Seriously? Thank you. Um, okay, that was my first question. Okay, what was your second? I don't one? remember now. Okay. So I'm done now. Thank you. Um, anyway, just to get She's back to the actual Let him loose on a Friday on the sound effect board. It's over. Uh, just wanted to let you know that officials say the man wanted a steak bagel. He was upset and then he pulled a gun on the lady. They're hoping that they find the guy because they don't want people pulling uh, guns on bagel uh, workers. On bagel not havers. McDonald's bagel purveyor. But you, you know, of the question you originally asked, I didn't even know they sold steak bagels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, it just sounds like a weird thing anyway. So this was going to be my point, which was who... Wants a steak bagel at McDonald's. McDonald's isn't a steak bagel place. It's a egg McMuffin place. It's a uh, sausage egg and cheese biscuit place. It's a Big Mac place. It's not a steak bagel place. And so at first I was going to be upset with that guy. But as you said, Bradley, there apparently is a steak bagel on the menu. Who knew? Not only that, but apparently uh, this guy isn't the only weirdo who drives through McDonald's windows. In fact, we've got Annie on the line who uh, used to work in a McDonald's and has many stories for us. Annie, did you want to share? Yeah. First, I have to say I absolutely love the steak bagel and I'm torn that they took it off the menu in the Midwest. I had no idea there was one, but go on. Oh, yeah. It was the best. So um, I used to field complaints for a franchise. I won't say which one. And we had somebody that uh, was unhappy with, I think it was like an order inaccuracy, I don't know, something. And they threatened to come back to our store and to spread feces all over the drive through Get out of town. Let's just hope they didn't fulfill that threat. Well, we came back and said that we, if you feel the need to do that, we would be happy to have you arrested for trespassing and felony charges. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say like, we'd be happy to have you. Like, I'm going to be real honest. Annie, thank you for your call. No problem. Um, I'm going to be really honest. Like, I, 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 I've been, I've been, I've called before when an order has but been inaccurate. But have you ever spread feces? That's what I was about to say. Never would it occur to me. I would call and I would say, I've had an inaccurate order. Things didn't go as I planned. I'm a little bit miffed. I didn't realize it until I got home. That's probably my bad because I didn't check your work. But never did I go so far. I might have said, I probably won't be frequenting your location any longer. Yeah. But I don't think I ever thought I like, was going to take soil human myself. excrement. <laughs> And bring it to the restaurant. Send in the clouds. You are having fun over there today. There's so much. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell you uh, about a woman from Florida, Bradley. Okay. She was arrested. Mm. Uh, she was drunk driving. I mean, oh. let's just call a spade a spade. That's what was happening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the sound of her driving. That around. is. Uh, she got pulled over and she failed a series of sobriety tests. And uh, when asked what she had to drink, you know, I find it always interesting. They do ask that, you know, how much have you had to drink? What did you have? She explained she'd had a bottle of white wine. 
Uh, and she had then she went for a drive. She was driving without lights. It was dark outside. Uh, well, she offered them something special. She offered the cops who were administering the field sobriety test. I think she was trying to, you know, get them loosened up a little bit. So she offered them a dance. Uh, She said, what? Yeah. She said, do you want me to dance for you? How about a little tap dance? (laughs) She offered them a tap dance. Um, I don't think that's how that works it's not uh no she did say to them hey do you want me to tap dance for you and he said no he declined politely uh they were able to give her a uh breath test she was at oh no i'm sorry a A breast breathalyzer no not a breast test for the tap dancer (laughs) no a breathalyzer and uh she had a point one two five blood alcohol level oh my god so she was drank she was real drunk. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it had to have been more yeah. than a bottle of white wine that did her in. Uh, yes. Look and at also, her. Please look at I her mugshot. I want to know how many people actually, when the person says, how much did you have yeah. to drink? Say like, uh, four wa- vodka tonics, a uh, Long Island iced tea, a uh, martini, and a six pack of right. Bud Light. Right. You know, like, no, oh, officer, I just had two glasses not, of wine I'm with just dinner. Not, no, it's just I had a nice light. I, it's probably because I didn't eat much today. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite one. But I really only had a glass of wine. By a glass, I mean a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Colleen, I want you to hi- file this under hot dog. <laughs> Oh, it's the wrong one. Which one were you trying to play? You know which one I was trying to play. There it is. Hot dog. Oh, okay. Now she's getting in the act. (laughs) No, I need to tell you about a guy who robbed a hot dog stand. But you remember I said hot dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's because he robbed the Chicago hot dog stand Tuesday. And while fleeing the scene... He did something that will change your life forever. Well, I'm guessing it has something to do with dropping his pants. Well, <laughs> right? he actually uh, dropped something in his pants, which was not good. Well, no. He shot himself in the Schwanson group. <gasps> with a gun? Yeah. According to the Chicago Tribune, 19-year-old Terion Pouncey <laughs> was wearing uh, some stuff and concealing his face. He pulled a small handgun and demanded money from two men working at a hot dog place. One of the uh, two handed him the money, and Pouncey allegedly responded by reaching into the man's pocket, taking his cell phone and wallet as well. Um, <clears throat> the Chicago Times then tells uh, the tale where he pulls the trigger uh, as he turns to make a getaway, shifting the gun in his waistband, which, you know, fires the weapon mm-hmm. into his... Schwanz uh, and Gruber. Okay, that's it's not funny. I mean, I, I don't mean, know. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the sound he made. I have to tell you this. Did you? I, I, okay, last night on Grey's Anatomy, I had to text you about this because it was so oh, yeah. crazy. It started with a woman who was being seen in the ER because she had hid a gun 
in nature's pocket mm-hmm. and it Her went, lower Darby. it went off. Yeah, well. Yeah, they looks. noticed there was an exit wound, but there was no entrance wound. You got your sunrise. <laughs> that was supposed to be something else, sorry. I don't know, it's kind of funny though. Anyway, what I'm saying is guns and genitalia have been on the mind. You want to sing it out? You take, take the, the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The, the facts, facts of life. It's basically what There's a the time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. Where the world never seems to be living up to your dreams. And suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. that's a good song it sure is all right, all right. well we when we come back we will answer your questions nope we'll answer <laughs> we'll question your answers rather <laughs> to our daily snap judgment today and today we asked the question what did we ask today bradley the question is spring forward or fall b- b- back and we'll be talking about that and we'll do the three to three after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 <laughs> julia category is Hobbies. Um, Trainer and Bradley, before we uh, get to the answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment, I've got a little a little prezi. I've got a little present. I would like to give away to two lucky listeners a pair of tickets to see 98 Degrees at Christmas at the Pantage Theater on Thursday. The Pantages, not just the one. There's... It's plural. Uh, theater on Thursday, November 9th, 651-641-1071. I would like to give that pair of tickets away to callers number two and three. T- callers number two and three, 651-641-1071. And while I'm waiting for that, Bradley, mm. what was uh, our daily, daily snap judgment today? Our daily snap judgment today, the question we asked our listeners on Facebook was very simply spring forward or fall back. And of course, we asked that question because, and you'll have to pardon us, we have Friday mouth today. It's Friday. Uh, we asked that question because, of course, daylight savings time is this weekend. Finally, does it feel like it's been, does it always happen at the same time? I know I should know this at the age of 42, but for some reason, I just can't remember. And it seems like it's really late this year because I feel like I have been constantly in the dark. Oh, anyway, and I want to get some of that back, even though we're not, we're going to lose. That's not here nor there. The question is spring forward or fall back. And here's what some of you said. Uh, Emily said spring forward. It's only an hour and longer days are worth it. True. Uh, Let's see. Kelly said neither. We don't need this anymore. And it just messes with our kids sleep and therefore our sleep so you've got a whole bunch of grumpy kids for a week and parents uh, kelly you've got to answer the question although i do kind of understand where you're coming from uh again the question is spring forward or fall back rachel said spring forward is better for people with kids suddenly those 6 a.m wake-ups happen at seven so she may be not excited about this weekend 
And Jennifer said fall back only because the hour time change in the spring takes a week to get used to. I think so, too. Like, I don't have kids. So for me, it's always fall back because you get the extra hour. Okay, that was our Daily Snap Judgment. Feel free to play along the home game at your leisure. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to head over here and we're going to talk about the three things you need to know before you go. We call it our three to three. And uh, Colleen, what's coming in at number three? All right. At number three, we've got today's 30 second pop culture challenge. We do it every day at 1235 questions, 30 seconds. If you get them all right, you could win a prize. Let's see if our contestant won today. Let's go. This oh, that was fun. Way. We're going to just go ahead and skip ahead oh, weird. on that one. playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? Today, we've got Jenny on the line. And Jenny, you are playing for a pair of tickets to attend the 10th annual Shop and Sip event, benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities. It takes place Tuesday, November 14th at Renaissance Minneapolis Hotel, The Depot, from 5 to 8. Jenny, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Here we go. What is Lucy's friend's Ethel's last name? Pass. Taylor Swift has a new single out today. Name one of her famous boyfriends. Uh, Taylor Lautner. What's Kyle McLaughlin's character's name on Twin Peaks? Pass. Corey Feldman starred in this movie about vampires. Pass. Kevin Spacey is on the show House of Cards. Who plays his wife? I don't know that one. Pass. What is... She didn't win. No, she yeah, didn't. Yeah, that was not no, pretty. That like didn't happen. Come close. Well, That's a uh, shame. Can I answer the question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Uh, Mertz. Yeah. yeah. Ethel Mertz. Uh, Robin Wright. Yep. Yes. Uh, let's see. What were I like the you? part of this is that Donnie has to remember the question. <laughs> That's true. Kyle McLaughlin's character's name on Twin Peaks. That one I don't remember. Agent Dale Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, that one I didn't get. Uh, and Corey Feldman starred in this movie about vampires. The Lost Boys. Correct. Yeah. Now, uh, number two on the three to three, the three things you need to know before we go. Bradley had a weird dream and Dawn interpreted it for him. Oh. I think. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, so I'm batting a thousand technical today. Technical difficulties. Ooh, let's well, move on to let's do this. One. Okay, let's do the most important thing. Hot dong. We have we have a new show boyfriend. We had to say goodbye to Zach Efron. Speaking of. Right? I thought that that's why you said that. No. Uh, we have a new boyfriend, a new show boyfriend, Donnie. We'd like to unveil it to you All here. Right. Uh, that's not what I was going for. Nice. I'll, do I'll it. take that. Do no, that. No, let's do it. Yes. Do you want the uh, total? Yeah. In mathematical yes. uh, numbers? That's my favorite kind. So, our new show boyfriend is... Oh, oh, who is it? With 262 votes, Channing Tatum. Yeah! Woo! 
So our new boyfriend, Donnie, Channing Tatum, how are you feeling about that? Uh, November. January. That works better, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Can you wait till January? No, you can't no. because then we're going to have to do manuary. D- Channing Tatum, November. No. Tatum. No. This November. Did you just say just... Chovember? <laughs> how about Chavember? <laughs> No. no. Uh, how about November? How about in May? It can be Tatum May. No? Okay. Yeah. How about he just calls our damn yeah, show? I don't care what month it is. I don't care. Yeah. Just right. call me, Is Channing. it a month that ends in month? Yeah. No. There's not a month that ends in month. July month. Um, we can, yeah. We just, that's, so we've notified him. So far, uh, we have Heard absolutely uh, no confirmation. Him? Twitter. The way you notify people oh, about stuff. The, the Twitter thingy. Yeah, yeah. duh. Oh, okay. Um, he tweeted he yesterday, so he's around. He's a. Uh, Did you Instagram him and Snapchat? Instagram. Him? <laughs> is that what? Is that what? That's, is that what old ladies are using? No, that's like a dating website. If you're really into old gals, <laughs> if you want a grandma in 30 seconds, Instagram. Go to Instagram. Instagram. They just Snapchat. Just add water. No. Um, okay. <laughs> About oh, an email. I love Fridays. Did you, Did you write him a letter? Mm, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sent him a carrier pigeon. In the 1800s. We also <laughs> knitted him a quilt. Yeah. Actually, that I would do, do that. I would do that. That might get you over I the edge. I could knit him a quilt. I don't think you knit No, you quilts. don't knit a quilt. You no, you, you I could knit him a, a blanket. It would be small. You could knit him an afghan. Right. I'll knit him an afghan, but I'll make it really small so you it doesn't cover his or, whole or body. send him an afghan. Yeah, I'm going to knit it, and then I'm going to send it. Oh, I'm not (laughs) sending the dog. Oh, I thought you meant someone from Afghanistan. No, (laughs) that would be Afghani. Oh, my gosh. It was a joke, and it's Friday. What just happened in the last minute of this program? I'm not ever sure. We melted down. It's It's Friday. It's Friday. (laughs) Okay, not only is it Friday, Friday. FYI, but it's Friday on a week that um, it's not, it wasn't November all week, and we had snow. I know. And no sunlight. I don't think we had one ounce of sunshine all week. This morning. We did. Have did some, we? Yes. Like just driving in, I, I missed some... it. You were he. Bradley had his eyes closed for that. Part yeah, of I was drive. driving with my eyes. Closed. I do. I have to say though, one thing I appreciate about how we do life on the Colleen and Bradley show. On Monday, our excuse is that it's Monday. On Friday, our excuse is that it's Friday. And every day in between, it's usually Friday. It's usually like we're like, oh, Friday mouth yeah. on Tuesday. It's, it's just like that's how that's how it works. We always have an excuse. All right. But thanks for hanging with us all week anyway. Bye, Donnie. Bye, Bye. Donnie. We'll be back on Monday. Lori and Julia coming up next on.